Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bikini and the Brain. As always, I am joined with my lovely co-host, Ashley Kotwalser. But Hello. who is a special guest to my right today? <gasps> Is it? We got her. We got her. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's when you know you made it. Yes. This is when you know you made it. We went from podcasting in your kitchen on a laptop to now this. You know, we have here Sandy needs no introduction. Sandy Williamson, head women's judge uh, for the IFBB Pro, uh, Olympia judge, Arnold judge, every, everything judge. The judge. That's <laughs> all they need to know is You the both judge. need something more to do in your life. But thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank, seriously, thanks for coming. Uh, and you have a busy schedule. You're actually out doing the whole Vegas thing today. and everyone, everyone wants to get Sandy there. So thank you for spending time here. We really appreciate it. And I think our listeners are going to really appreciate it because we're going to go into all things bikini um get get it from right from the real brain the real bikini brain which is mm -hmm. sandy williamson here and get into some some good questions um hopefully get some clarification on things and if you guys have questions too please ask them on um over on youtube of course and we will you know if they, if they come up and it makes sense we'll ask those to sandy too so yeah so what do you got for us ashley i know you're she's just she's just <laughs> i want to get my question in i can't wait <laughs> gonna explode yeah. with these questions to get us started so obviously sandy is the best person to ask about the bikini criteria because unlike other divisions i feel like there's a lot of confusion sometimes with bikini so we have the best person there is to clear it up so thank you again for joining us here today so let's get right into it sandy in your own words describe for us the ideal bikini physique what are you looking for on stage Okay, first of all, I think the reason when you say about confusion with bikini, I think bikini has more confusion than any other division. Well, because we're not looking for a structure. You know, once you get to figure, you know, and the rest of them, we are looking for what everybody calls that X frame. It's not so much in bikini. Okay. You can, if, like I always say, if you look at, like, just say you from the Olympia, yourself and Maureen and Jen Dory, you're, structures and the amount of muscularity, the amount of conditioning, it all differs a little bit. For, so from a bikini standpoint, judges are really looking at you as an individual, like how much muscle you have, how conditioned you are, you know, is it a little bit too much dense for your bone structure? Is it a little bit more too conditioned? Because like I said, some of you can be a little bit softer and it looks good on your physique. Other ones need to be maybe just a, you know, a tad, a little bit more conditioned. I think the biggest thing that we've seen this year is we really are trying to get away from though that really conditioned look in bikini. I mean, it's very easy. We don't want to see splits and hams, you know, hamstrings. We don't want to see the glutes that are so etched, you know, that etched in, you know, that V shape into the, 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 uh, into the hamstrings. And I see that I actually think the pros got it. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think most of the pros, when you go to the show, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. You probably better than anybody. No, trying to hit your best every time you get on that stage. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And you just, with the quality now, you just need to be off a tad and it makes a big difference because the quality is there. I agree. Oh, I, I mean, would you, well, I, I'm seriously, I did, you know, emails, you know, obviously after the Olympia and I was looking at girls that were in that 16 and under group and I pull up the picture by themselves and I'm going, did we miss somebody? How did they get to be in the 16 and under? But then you put them next to that top 10 and you're going, 
No, that's the quality now in all our competitors. And I think that's the biggest thing. But I think the biggest thing is just trying to stay away from the conditioning. You want to have fullness in your, you know, obviously in your delts and stuff, but you don't want to see the striations in your delts. And I think a part of that, and again, Adam, you're probably better at this. You want to have that balance about how much mus you know, how muscular your upper body is and how muscular lower. So there's a balance there so that if you get leaner in one part, it doesn't make the other part look even leaner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm. I see a lot of girls that still need to be a little bit more conditioned in their glutes and their hamstrings, but they're striated in their shoulders. Yeah. You know, and I think for a lot of athletes, that's hard to find that balance where you have that nice fullness without, you know, and, 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 and again, conditioned enough, but that you don't have that striations. Yeah, Absolutely. That comes down, I think a lot to just adjusting the posing per girl, because no one's going to have perfectly even, we call body fat distribution. So some girls just get shredded legs and then their core is not in, or they'll get a shredded core and their, their legs aren't in, right? It's just like, how do you, how do you do that? Right? It's like, comes down to the posing and, and presenting it the right way. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's, it's still, I think women, and again, maybe I'm wrong here, but I always think that we always want to be our best conditioned wise. You know what I mean? We just have that. I mean, and that's just in women, I think in general, because you're all, you're growing up trying to be smaller and you know what I mean? And mm. nicer shape and stuff. So I think women do. So I think at the amateur level, I think we see a lot more with the posing that, you know, the mistakes made with posing. Um, with, especially with, you know, the newer athletes, because they're trying to show you that, that they are lean in their hamstrings. I want you to see that you're, you know, I'm lean and stuff, but you don't realize if you don't have the development back there, cause that's really what we're looking for. We're looking for the, the, the development of the hamstring, not the condition of the hamstring. And so when you lean forward and you try to overarch, you push back the, your it flattens the glutes. It might show that your hamstring is a little bit leaner, but like I just said, we're not looking for that. Yeah. So now we want to see roundness and with the, you know, with the glutes, especially in bikini and, and, and in wellness. So the minute you do anything that flattens them, you're taken away from what we're really looking for from a judging standpoint. And I just see that's a the biggest common posing mistake. I just did, you know, like 200 emails from nationals. And so much of it was the girls that looked too lean it wasn't that they were really too lean. They just were not presenting it right. Yeah, pushing too far forward. It's funny. Um, Ashley pointed this out to me before. Um, we looked at a few different shows. And you're like, do you see how this girl is the tallest or the, the tallest in this group of five when the front pose? But then the back pose, <laughs> you know, it's like she's the shortest, you know, like she's bending over probably three or four inches because she's three inches taller than these girls, but she's shorter now than, you know, yeah, someone small. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, well, and don't forget too, we're looking for that hourglass. So we're looking for that thing. So the minute you lean forward, you're narrowing that you're, because again, judges are usually like two feet below the stage. So when we look up, if you're leaning forward and pushing back, this gets wider, flatter, this gets smaller. So now you've distorted your symmetry, you know, on top of it. I mean, when I take you and, you know, Maureen and Jen, it's, yous are all upright. You're not overarching. And that's the, it, you know, it's the, it's the, the biggest common mistake we see all the time. And it's such a shame because, you know, the athlete looks better, Yeah. but from a judging standpoint, we have to judge what you present to us. And I think that a lot of that comes down to um, like social media stuff. Cause they, they want to post those crazy hamstrings, right? They want to post the hamstrings and they're like, you have to bend forward to get the crazy hamstrings. So they're like, yeah, somewhere in between my Instagram pictures and here I'm like, no, the judges don't want to see like strided hamstrings and crazy edge tie-ins. They want to see the round fullness of the glutes. So, and I think yeah. that's another thing too. I think because I know it happens a lot with the guys, but I think, you know, the women too, they post, you know, photos of themselves on, you know, checking photos of themselves online. So that top Olympia person 
looks like she got so much bigger from last year or she's so much more conditioned. Everybody else goes, oh my God, I've got to, I, I need more muscle. I need, and then when you see them in person, they don't look anything like yeah. that. Oh gosh. She gets it all the time. It's so funny. <laughs> everyone, like Every when time. you look at picture on stage and even on social media, everyone thinks you're bigger and taller than what you actually are. But everyone who meets me in person, not one person that says, wow, you're bigger in person than I thought. It's always, <laughs> you're much smaller than I thought in person. You're a little shorter than I thought and just smaller in general. I was like, I'm five foot five, but those heels make me five foot eight. So, (laughs) no, but absolutely, but that is it. And I tell, well, you know, I see this at every seminar I do. 90% of the time, if you get yourself photo ready for a show, no matter whether you're figure, bikini, whatever you are, you're probably going to be too big or too hard because, again, photographers want to sell photos. Athletes, you're not going to post, like, you're not going to get, you know, top three at the Olympia and then post your worst photo online. You're going to, you're going to post the best one you can find and stuff. And unfortunately that's what people see. So that's what they think that you actually look like on stage Mm -hmm. and it's not. And that's one of the things I tell athletes all the time. If you're, especially if you're starting out in the sport, one of the best things you can do for yourself is go to some regional shows, Mm -hmm. go see the shows, see how they're run, how the athletes actually look on stage. It's a big difference. I agree. Even the lighting on the stage varies from show to show. So some girls might look at show photos that they weren't at and they'd be like, oh my gosh, everyone here is so soft or even so ripped. But the stage lighting makes a lot of difference. I can take photos from like a week apart and they look drastically different just because the stage is different. One stage is brighter. One's a little more shadowy, creating more like, uh, I guess, making it appear look I'm more muscular than I am. So that definitely goes into play. Even the angle of the photographer, like is the angle of the photographer where the judges are sitting? Are they shooting up? Are they shooting at level? So all this can definitely play with your mind as a competitor. And I've learned to to just like tune it all out, right? But I can imagine as a newbie competitor looking at somebody's Instagram or even show photos and be like, oh my gosh, I got so long to go. I got to get so much leaner. And that's definitely not the case because if they saw us in person, they'd be like, oh, okay. Wait a minute. (laughs) You know what? You're you're absolutely right. A couple of years ago, I did, a girl sent me again, a photos, you know, and this is why I I don't just do critiques off of one, one set of photos, but sent me a photo. It was a figure competitor. And I, if I wrote back and said, nice shape, but nice structure, but you need more density, you need more development. I judged her a couple months later at a show. And I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. You have enough muscle up there. But that was the difference because the, like you said, the stage she was on, the lighting made her look a bit smaller. And then, but then when I, you know, when I went to judge her, it she actually, that one was opposite. She looked bigger. And I was like, that's why I, for myself, when I do, I always look at, I take whoever emails me, I take, and I go look at your last couple of shows so that I can see consistency because the staging, the lighting, the photographer, it all does make a difference. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And there's actually, now I do a lot of the show reviews when the shows start oh. coming up and there's been a couple of shows where I've been at the show and then I get the pictures and I'm like, man, they don't, they didn't look this soft at the show, you know? And it's really hard because you there's no way to continue doing because you get the pictures, right? Unless you're there, it does change things quite a bit. So um, I run into that too, even with doing my show reviews. I'm mm-hmm. like, like, especially there's sometimes even like Alexis Park right here, because it's like a full auditorium. So yep. like sometimes the lighting makes girls look a little bit softer there. But I'm like, man, when I'm there, they don't, they didn't look this soft, like in the pictures, but they looked 
really soft in those pictures, like a 2% softer, you know, yeah. like, no, it like does. A, it, yeah. it makes, it makes a, it seriously, that's why I, t I do. I tell athletes all the time to go to a show, you know, start going to some regional shows, support your local shows so that you can actually see what these athletes really do look on stage. So that you actually see what the judges now don't be wrong. Videos much, obviously much better, but video still not the same as being there because again, what the judges see on, again, we just said posing is such a big portion of this. So if we're not seeing you actually making the moves, making the transitions, you know, I mean, Ashley, you know, it's like sometimes you just let yourself drop a little bit and judges see that. And when we're looking for anything that's going to separate, especially, you know, at the Olympia, we're looking for anything that's going to separate you from that, that next athlete, those little things that you're not holding yourself, you're not in all those transitions that plays a part, but you're not going to get that in a photo. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. That's people don't understand that part of it too, which is hard. Cause I, I do those critiques after shows and I'm like, yeah, was it a presentation thing was so much better as that's why she won. Like you don't get that from that. So it's hard to do this, but yeah, that's the bikini is such a, a crazy division because all those things come into play, you know? Now, um, speaking of which, what you're talking about, like, you know, fullness and what that fullness has really been, I would say a, uh, direction that everything's been leaning in, right? Just mm -hmm. filling the girls out more so than um, a few years back was a little bit more, I want to say air on the side of condition, but they weren't as full as they were now. Now mm -hmm. it's like you want the muscles really full, really round and conditioning's a little bit, a little bit softer due to that extra fullness. Um, it was hard to describe that to people, like what we're going for with that because people are like, oh, I don't want to come in softer. I don't want to come in softer. And I'm like, no, it's not necessarily softer. It's that you're so full. That the lines get a tiny bit more blurred, right? So how do you explain that to you know, that's a tough one. I usually say, um, <laughs> you're going to a coach, have them talk to you about this, but, but, but it, it, it just in general, if you look at like our really great bodybuilders that have been around for, you know, I always say to athletes having full muscle bellies and that's basically feeding the muscle. If I'm yeah. not, you know, cause I, hopefully nobody will get upset with this, but I, we're talking about a bikini competitor. I've said this a couple of times. So most people probably know who I'm talking about, but I had seen her again, she did the a master's, uh, the North American a couple of years ago. And I had seen her a year previous and I said, you still need to grow. You're tiny. You know what I mean? And stuff. Seriously, this was our, the first year of COVID because we did the um, North American first and then we did the master's. Two weeks later in Florida, uh, seriously, I'm going to write the overall name down. And I actually leaned over to Tyler and I went, really? This is, that's, she just got, I mean, don't get me wrong, she got second at North American, but it was like she put on like four or five pounds. How do you do that in two weeks? And I actually talked to her and her coach and her coach looked at me and goes, because she finally ate how I told her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but I, you know, because I don't train athletes. I didn't realize yeah. that you can really fill the muscle bellies out because so many of our girls are coming in and they're too, they're too nutrition deprived. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, it's that last bit. And I always, I always kind of. This might be, you can take this as a tip too, but when you're getting someone lean, so your muscle has a bunch of glucose and it's glycogen, mm -hmm. right? So it's this basically stored carbohydrates. You're a nurse, you know what that is. So basically we look at the muscles like a, I could compare it to like a sponge. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in prep, you squeeze the sponge all the way out. You get all that glucose, all that glycogen out of the muscle. And then that sponge is just there, but it's not going to be full and hard and heavy and, and full of water and glucose unless you put water back in the sponge. And so the problem is, is girls undershoot how much of that sponge needs to be filled out and only put a little bit of water in it because it's they're scared of the carbs coming back in but these days in bikini you want that full round sponge and you want even if it's a little bit of leak on that sponge and it makes you a tiny bit softer where it's not like blurring your lines like crazy like that's what they want they want round full muscle so it's not that bikini has gotten much bigger and i, everyone, I always want to tell people that it's not that it's getting 
crazy bigger, but they're fuller than they were before. So where someone was winning at 80% full before because that was a good look and they're harder. Now they're hundred percent full, but a little bit softer. They look much bigger. You know, it is three pounds. It is four pounds of, of fullness of the, the muscle, muscle. Yep. but it's not actual skeletal tissue. No. Like, yeah. So no, that's, it's that's not, it's not muscular development. Yeah. That's why I try not to say about you need more development because some girls do, but most of the time it's, I just feel now I'm learning myself that it's really, they just needed to have their muscles filled out a little bit better. Yeah that would have given them the look they needed. And like I said, this example was a perfect, you know, a perfect example of what just filling out with the proper food and could yeah. have done. You see that a lot with um with bodybuilders these days too, because you have the old school bodybuilders and the new school bodybuilders and the old school bars was like, oh, they don't get as conditioned as us. And I'm like, yeah, but they're way fuller. They're like, they're bursting <laughs> with, yeah. with through the muscles with, with glucose. You could see it just bursting through. It's a totally different but I always, look. Yeah. I always tell that everyone that, I mean, you know, obviously athletes, so particularly that, to me, full over 40 years now, full muscle bellies are going to, it's going to carry you longer in the sport, longevity, and you're going to do better than you would have. Because conditioning is just for one day. It's not, you know, and to hit a certain type of condition all the time, it's going to take its toll. I don't care. Nobody's going to keep hitting it at their best. But if you come in with full muscle bellies, you might not place exactly where you are, but I, to me, you're always going to place in that mix. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. So I want to go into something. Um, you touched on it a little bit. What we don't want to see in bikini, the striations, the hamstrings, the, you know, veininess, graininess. So that kind of covers the, what we don't want to see with conditioning. But where does the line get drawn when it comes to too much muscle? I think that can be kind of confusing for some girls too, because in bikini, you can have too much muscle, of course. So um, going back to what you said too, is like, you know, different athletes can hold a little bit more muscle than others. And I think that can be confusing for some people because maybe they, an athlete didn't place well at a show and maybe the judge says, oh, you're a bit too muscular. And then they'll look back and be like, well, so-and-so has that, that is even more muscular than me and she's doing good. So going back to the question is, is there any like um, guidelines you go by when an athlete is too muscular for a bikini or when they should like calm down a little bit yeah, it's again, this is it's from judging for so long. You just see a, it's a different amount of density. Mm -hmm. um, but if again, if you're trying to, you know, to tell, especially younger, you know, athletes or newer athletes to the sport, my my thing is, I'm always saying you look at your top five from the Olympia, you, you know, whatever your structure is and how it fits in there, you do not want to be bigger. Like Jen Dory for a shorter athlete, you don't want to be more muscular than her. For you, you don't need to be more, you know, more muscular. You don't want to go over what you're seeing. And obviously, Lorelai came in a little bit too too full, so she ended up in, and then fourth in the world is not bad, I don't think. But you yeah. know what I mean. But you know what I mean. So that she needed to come down just a little bit. Those I I always say you want to look at the girls that are at the top at the you know or any of the athletes that are top at Arnold's and the Olympia because that's where the judges have the, the ability to pick the best of the best. Mm -hmm. yeah. And those girls are that those athletes, that's the top. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go over. You don't want to be more muscular. So I don't want to see, because we see a lot, and I think Tyler alluded to this, you know, on or not alluded, but said it on his uh, video when he was doing the podcast, is the density in the shoulders. We have to see a lot of girls, unfortunately, if you're real narrow in your clavicles and you're trying to put, put a little bit more fullness on in your, you know, your shoulders so that you give that self, yourself that a little bit more illusion, 
but you're going to reach a point where it's going to be too dense up there. And it's going to be very easy to see from a judging standpoint, yeah. it's really the density of the muscle compared to your own bone structure that, you know, judges can see. Mm -hmm. So Adam, this is a good one for you. Go into density of muscle because yeah. you're the best at explaining Ab this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say, you know, where I start seeing density on muscle where it's an issue, like a visual, a, a good visual for people, I think it would be more so in the quads where everyone could kind of see it. When you see um, Ashley, for example, walking on stage and she's walking out and you see her and she's hitting those, that front pose and she's walking out, you're not seeing all these crazy like detail where the flickering of the muscles going through, you're seeing that kind of squaring of the bottom of mm -hmm. the leg. Um, you're seeing like kind of those, it's almost um, when you see, and this is always like a bad description, but it's easy for people to visualize it. When you see like a horse walking and you see like the hips of the horse and they have like all these striations oh, yeah. and you're seeing that, you know, you see a horse walk, you see those like mm -hmm. flickering of those striations. If you're seeing that in your front pose, in your quad, um, it should be a soft, pretty round, full quad. It shouldn't be a dense, muscular, strided, grainy quad, right? And so almost like it's a, that construction worker's arm who's like, you know, <laughs> he's like grained out. He's been in, he's been, you know, that type of thing. It's not necessarily just conditioning. It's also the the density of the muscle, the muscle maturity of the muscle. And it's just, you know, the, the thinness of your skin in particular, where it's just starts showing that round, that like, it crosses from being what I call pretty muscle mm -hmm. to like bodybuilder muscle, you know, it's like, so I, I like to say, to describe bikini as pretty muscle, which is round full muscle that just like light glows off of it versus like that construction arm, that dense, yeah. you know, striated up muscle that, that hopefully is a, a good describer of it. <laughs> no, and it's, from a judging standpoint, like I said, especially the, the, you know, the judges that are, are judging like ours, the minute an athlete comes out, we see in men's physique, we see the same thing. You notice that density right yeah. away. It's, it really stands out to us is that hardness of it you know? yes yeah. it is you can just look and think oh my god it's just so much thickness yeah. on that bone structure it's just a little bit too much for bikini yep. yeah 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 the it, tendons it, start moving and you can see tendons i think is a good indication yeah. as well yes. yeah it we just, shouldn't see tendons yeah it just looks harder like you can just see it just visually is like like man if i if i threw a ball at it <laughs> i might break the ball <laughs> you well, know? and you know sometimes we see it too because some of the girls that maybe started out in figure and have come down now to bikini, you know what I mean? And stuff. And you see it in their, like I said, especially in their delts and their arms, you can see that density that none of like you and, and, and more, none of you have that, you know, at the top. And that's what we don't, you know, again, don't be wrong. It's a great from a, you know, just from a physique standpoint, it's like, I'd give my IT for that, but that's not what we want to see in bikini. Mm -hmm. yeah. And going uh, into the differences between figure and bikini, you mentioned, X frame versus hourglass. And that's kind of like a new term that's been thrown around these past few years, more so than ever before. So let's get into what are the differences between this X frame and hourglass? Like some, some uh, listeners might be like, Oh, I'm, I'm a little confused on that. So I think it'd be good to kind of break that down the difference. Well, I mean, obviously with the, again, with the X frame, you've got to have the structure. You have to have the wide shoulder, you know, the wide clavicles and stuff that taper down to a narrow waist and stuff. Okay. With hourglass, you want to see, again, you're still going to have the little bit of wideness at the top, but it's going to come down to the waist and then it's going to go out mm. with the hips. So and that's the part that I think is different. Upside down triangle kind of would be an X frame then, correct? Yeah. And yes. then <laughs> I don't think about that. But yes, you're right. And then obviously hourglass is just as it says. It's, 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 I always think for me, I always think of again, you're all use our way too young, but I think of the women, like you 
saw like in, in the movies in the 50s and the 40s, they were like this. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what, you know, what we want to see. We don't want to see that real hard, like this thing. Yeah, and the sharp lines. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. Ashley calls it sharp lines. Like yeah. that sharp hour. angles yeah. versus round angles. Yes, exactly. And don't get me wrong. There's some uh, very good bikini competitors that do have the x-ray, but they work at trying to get the roundness. And I heard you go over in seminars before too, that the girls with X-frames have to pose a little bit different, especially with their shoulders. So you can kind of cheat it by just like angling a little bit differently if you are one of those X-frame competitors. Oh yeah, you can. Absolutely. And that's where posing comes in is knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are for your division and either downplaying them or, you know, or upplaying them. Absolutely. Um, I think it'd be a good idea to go over the criteria for bikini and get into what it exactly it means. So we have balance and shape, overall physical appearance, complexion, skin tone, poise, overall presentation. So balance and shape, what comes to mind? Oh, like, like I talked earlier, it's just, about, <laughs> it's just about, yeah, it's just about having enough development up you know, upstairs, you know what I mean? To mm -hmm. match your development down. Mm -hmm. And that it's really, it's really hard. Cause like I said, you know, some of the girls, I think what happens is they are a little bit, cause again, we have a lot of athletes like yourself though, that come from a sport now, you know what I mean? Track and field, soccer, whatever it is where, well, and, and like even said, Gillian, where you have a lot of muscularity already in your lower body, which most women, again, these are all generalizations, but most women are going to be able to get anyway if they're an athlete. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of sports I don't think that women play that that really pushes their upper body strength. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean and stuff. So when you've been an athlete in one of those other sports for many years, you already come in with a good amount of development. So what most women do is they chase trying to build that upper body, but again, if you're going to for bikini, if you're going to try to make that upper body work match your lower body, that balance is probably going to take you out of bikini. Yeah. It's a combination of trying to obviously develop your upper body, but you might have to bring down that lower body a little bit because you want that balance. You want that amount of muscle. I don't want to look at a body and go, it's all, you know, it's quads. Like the first yeah. thing you walk out, you quads and the same thing, or you walk out and you go delts. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, and we see, we see that a lot. And again, obviously more at the amateur level, because mm -hmm. these athletes are trying, you know, are, 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 you know, are honing their, their physique in and stuff, but you don't, you want to just see really, to be honest with you, a good, a good bikini is nothing stands out. Ah, we always yeah. say that, you know, we'll hear like sometimes like, I don't understand why so-and-so didn't win. She has like the best glutes on stage. And it's like, well, it's not just about glutes. Everything should be ideally even exactly. there should be no. no like, Oh, she had the best delts on stage. Like ideally everything should be nothing like stands out drastically. Yeah, yeah. No, because that you know? tells me that everything I'm looking at is flows. There's a balance. Yeah. There. The yeah. only exception would be wellness, but this is yeah, bikini. Yeah. Well, well, yes. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I say that in my thing, every division that we have in our organization is about balance and mm -hmm. in, in shape in some, except for obviously wellness. Right. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. I was, I was saying is that I want you to be, Great, uh, good from everywhere, but not great from anywhere. Yes, yeah, that's because yes. <laughs> then that tells me that there's probably a body part that is, you know, is out of balance with the rest of your thing. And you're right. And I think sometimes with, you know, with some of our newer and younger judges that can wow somebody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas opposed to most of us that have been judging for a long time, you don't want to see that, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Especially in bikini. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you'll get that confusion, and it's good to go over it too, because you'll get that confusion with, um, newer competitors. So like there's someone in the comments here was saying that the, the girls who are winning pro cards 
at nationals are the standard is leaner than even pro level. And I'm like, that's not the case at all. Uh, the, the difference is that there's going to be less talent at a national show than there is at a pro show. And the, whoever's the best is going to win, even if there are two conditions, if they're still the best, but they're, that's the one hit, but everything else is better than everyone else. They're going to win. And it's just, there's not a lot of pull from at a, at a national level show. Like there would be at a pro show. She wouldn't win at a pro show because she'd be too conditioned. And there's enough girls hitting that criteria. So just understand, like, don't look at one show because it's going to be very, very different per show, you know, and, per, per, and per judges. We can only judge what's that comes. Because yeah. Even if you look at like, go back to nationals and you look at the eight class winners, their shapes and conditioning from one to another was a little bit different because that's all we had to pull in that. There was, I can't remember, but one of the classes I thought, oh, they should have been all, they were all a little bit too soft, but we still had to pick somebody that was a little bit too yeah. soft. Yeah. And then you have someone who's like 15th and they're like, oh, they went soft this time. I can't keep up. And I'm that, like, no, it's, yeah. they pick the best one always. Yes. Like, and, and, not, that, and that is, I mean, that's hard and it's hard sometimes yeah. for people to understand that, you know, to understand that because you do, and I've done it, like I said, I've done it myself. It's like, you just say, oh, I need somebody a little bit tighter up there, but there's just nobody and you have yeah. to give it to somebody and you end up, you know, I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. And that's why you'll end up with a girl with overdeveloped glutes winning because she was still the best everywhere else. But yeah, her glutes were a little bit too big, but Still better than everyone else. Um, you know? Absolutely. And the yeah. thing is, though, again, even starting from that first the local show and stuff, some of that might like that best glutes might win or best a little bit more conditioning might win or just a little bit more fullness might win. The problem is, is every time those athletes make that step up, if they don't make the adjustments to their physique, now they're going to get with other athletes that are balanced, that yeah. are, you know what I mean? And stuff. And that's what will happen. Like when you go from being an amateur and you get that pro card, you're, if you're not balanced or you're too conditioned, you will have to make changes. And you will see that when you, you know, when you get to the pro level, when you see the quality that's there. Oh, yeah. There's a, the quality these days, man. It is so to the oh, pro level. The, is so the tough. The, I'm tell, like I said, that's I crazy. cannot tell you how many times at the Olympia, when I looked at just that one picture, I would say, how the heck did that person end up in the 16th? But like I said, then you put them in with the top three or four and you go like, yep. They, that's how good the quality yeah, is. It's crazy. Well, it's and you have to remember too, at the Olympia, every girl on that stage want to show somewhere. Yeah. It, there's, was no point. So everybody want to show somewhere. So that, wild. Yes. It's, it's the bikini quality. I mean, all of our divisions, but the, obviously the bikini is deep. It's deep. Oh, deep. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It I used really. to, I used to be pretty comfortable if I can get like a bikini pro in at like 95%. I'm like, Oh, she's 95. She'll, she's probably, she could probably win this. You know, now it's like, Oh man, you're 95. I don't know if we should be doing this. Show. It's, like, <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. The yeah. quality, I'm telling you, the quality has, has increased so much. And also too, it just, I mean, don't be wrong. Like I know like Jenna's young and, and Lorelai's young, but a lot of those girls in that Olympia are pushing 35. Yeah. Well, it's just the, the differences of, we have to go through a lot of shows to get that look right now. You have to have more, you know, more muscle. You have to have full glutes. You have to be perfectly balanced. Like mm -hmm. the time frame it takes. And I, I like that you're talking about this because too many girls is like join a gym say, I'm going to be a pro and be in this Olympia stage like next year or two years. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a, it's a sport like any other sport and you're not going to reach the top level, just like any other sport. It's going to, unless you're that miracle child, right? You're not going to, it's going to take forever because you have to go through your bodybuilding stages where you're I always call this in stages. So your bodybuilding stage, when you first join the gym and you're building everything, and then it's your, then it's your, um, bikini building stage where you're trying to, okay, I should have bigger glutes, bigger shoulders. And then you start competing a lot and you're like, okay, well, I still need more balance. And you go to your bikini sculpting stage where it's like, you're 
targeting just the specific muscles, maybe not working out other muscles entirely to get to that. And then you do that a few years and then you go through 10 shows with your coach, get the perfect balance and conditioning, and then you end up getting a pro card and then winning a pro show. It's like, it's a long process, you know, it's a long and process. You know what? And I think that's the biggest thing. I think, especially for, you know, the newer athletes coming in the sport, don't get me wrong. There's always that rare one that's going to do a show okay. and get her pro card and stuff. You know what I mean? It just, it, it, obviously it happens. That is so far and few between. This is all about, like you said, especially when you're coming from no athletic background, it's you're starting from scratch. You have to do that whole build. Just like you said, those stages are real. That's a great way to put it because you do, you have to just start building. And it's going to, especially for women, it's going to take time. Yeah. You know, you have to go into this thinking that, A, you're going into it because you want to make yourself better, not because you want to just get on stage and compete. I like that. I like that. So the second uh, criteria would be overall physical appearance. In your own words, how would you describe that? This is like where the hair and makeup comes in. I know. What <laughs> I just said to you, you can't put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, but no, it is. It's, it's again... It's about knowing what looks good on you because right. I think sometimes too, like, you know, the whole, cause I'm like, I just had my makeup done. So I'm, a, I'm the most ungirl girl. Um, <laughs> well, because I think a lot of times at some, most athletes don't realize that the difference between stage makeup and regular mm -hmm. makeup, yes. first of all. Okay. And then also too, just like we just said, you want everything to flow. You do not want anything to stand out. And that means your eyes. So, but we still see it. Like mm -hmm. we have a red bathing suit and we have red glitter on your eyes. You don't, you want to, I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be nice subtly. You know what I mean? But not when it's out of balance. And right. I think I, that's one of the things I do tell athletes. I'm, you know, I'm a big one on trying to save money wherever you can. The sport is very expensive, but I always say, again, hair, I think you can do, you can get away doing on your tan and makeup are the two things, especially when you're starting out and you don't know enough, right? You know, we have enough of the pros that do their own DIY and stuff because they've been doing this for 10, 15 years. They know what, you know, what their skin tone is going to look like and stuff when they do it. But for the newer athletes, that tan and that makeup can play such a big part. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Even I would say wouldn't suit also kind of fall into that as well. Oh yeah. Overall, yeah. like, cause yeah. let's be honest your favorite color might not be the best for stage and yeah. some colors don't work well with you for, I mean, I basically stick to two colors and there's a reason why, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but my suit might not stand out on another girl as much. And sometimes I feel like you can't even explain it, but some girls just like stand out that day. Like everything's on point, like hair, makeup, tan, suit color, everything. She stands out. She's, she shines. So I know that's kind of hard to explain, but it's true. Oh, and, and absolutely. And it happens from, you know, it happens. I mean, judges can see that. And part of it too, I think it's the own athletes own self-confidence too. Right. that day. They yeah. know they hit it, but also too, use our, use are also human and you're coming into a show. You might have things going on in your life with, you know, family members, illness, you know, other things going on that you have to try to compartmentalize. So it just, might not be a good day mentally for you yeah. because of your, your other outside stuff. But yeah, the hair, the makeup and the tan, it's, it, it really does. I always think you need to start out having somebody help you professionally because they know what's going to look good under. And that's why one of the, another thing too, this is why so it's important to go with, and I'm not even a big promoter of this, but the host people that are doing the host makeup people mm -hmm. and the host tanning, yeah. because just like you said earlier, most of the promoters, do their shows at the same venues all the time. Mm -hmm. These tanning companies that are, are always, you know, are the 
sponsors of those certain shows, they know what the lighting is going to be. So they know, do I make you a little bit darker? Do I make you a little bit lighter? Because they know what those lights are going to be on stage. If you're having somebody outside, you know, the, 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 you know, the host people, they might not know if the lights are going to be real bright or, and that can make a difference, you know? Yeah. And if you do it yourself or do it with another company, especially when you're not familiar with, you can unknowingly come in a lot like lighter or darker and you don't want to be the one girl that's like way too light or way too dark, you know? So I think it's good to be consistent with the coloring. Of course there'll be little variances because everyone's natural skin tone is different, but you don't want to be way off. And that's why I I don't want to do my own tan. I'm so afraid to do it. See, after all this time, I'm afraid to do my own tan. The tanning one I'm big on too because Hair and makeup I can do it's, it's not even just the too dark or too light, but the tones. Some are more red, some are more orange, you know, like some are even a little bit hinting green. Like the the tones are all different. And you do even if your tan is good, it could stand out compared to everyone else. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that one I'm big on. I do like when girls get if they can if they do good job with their makeup, they practice a bunch. I do like when they get to that because it's one stress that they can relieve, but it takes a while to get good at that. It takes a long time. Oh, at does. first, I would definitely not recommend it at your first show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. no, especially like I said, because most people are don't know the difference between you know regular makeup and stage makeup. First of all, so yes. Yeah, and there was one thing you were talking about um, when just that total package when they walked out. It's funny. I have a story. There was a I was sitting next to a, another top trainer, um, Shane. He was he was we were at a national show. And we're talking about, um, I had a good girl and I was like, yeah, I got a girl. I think, I think she could probably win this, win this thing. Right. And then, um, this girl walked out in bikini and she didn't even pose yet. She didn't do anything yet. She just walked, started walking out. And we're like, we were like, I was like mid conversation. I was like, well, there goes that idea. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, probably her. Right. I'm like, dude, who's, yeah. Who's this girl? You know? So we both had no idea who she was. We both were like, saw her walk, take like three steps. And I was like, well, <laughs> and she won. She won the overall. And I was like, dude, you just knew. But just again, as a, yeah. as a coach, you knew. And that's the same thing. I had gone to a show and somebody had said to me, I heard the great final. This, you know, this is going to be one of the girl that had done an amateur show and did really well and stuff. And, you know, then I forgot about it. And this girl walked out and I went, oh, I think that's who they must have been talking about <laughs> because she just had that it fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. You knew her self confidence was there. Obviously, her body physique is, you know, was good and stuff, but it, she just stood out. Yeah. And yes, no, it's so, absolutely. It's so weird that it, it can happen even at these high levels, oh. but it's, it's, it happens all the time. And it's just, you don't know why they're glowing. There's just something, mm-hmm. you know, the, the physique is perfect, of course, but the glow and the confidence and the, oh, it's just the strut, yeah. you know, it's like, it's there. And you're just like, well, there it goes. Yeah, <laughs> no, ab- yeah. yeah absolutely. Once in a while it's mine too, but what sometimes they like, this girl walks out, just ruins your day to national. And, I, and, I'm like, I, and I've had, other, I, I've from? had other trainers say the exact <laughs> same thing to me. They go, oh my God, I knew my girls were good standing. And then the, so-and-so walk- that girl walked out and I went, okay, well, maybe we'll go for second. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're just shooting for second, you know, yeah. well, maybe, maybe if she just, you know, in the right scenario, the, maybe yeah. she'll be in a dark spot on stage. Maybe she'll, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something about people don't understand that. And that comes down to, you know, the confidence, but the uh, practicing your posing, knowing your craft, like you don't just get lucky like that. You have to really oh. practice. And I think people, hopefully after this podcast, they understand like how important the posing is. And, um, and that being said, segue into a posing seminar as you guys have and a workshop you guys have coming up big one. Yes. We have our third year, our national NPC national women's workshop, uh, held in Orlando this year. Um, part of the thing was I always wanted to move it around so that even though it's a free seminar, athletes still have to pay obviously travel and hotel and stuff. So trying to move it around so that more local women that, you know, the women that have families and stuff and maybe can't afford that, you know, that the the travel expenses that they'll be able to come to it. So we went from Vegas 
to um, Arizona, now to Orlando. Um, it's grown each year. We yeah. have 500 reg registered. We started with 300 two years ago. Last year, we went to 400. This year, we have 500. And we have 525 on the wait list. I just looked this morning. I'll be there. Yeah, Crazy. I know. Three years in a row. I'm so I'm so fortunate. But I will, and again, and I will tell you this. I get this from the athletes all the time. Because one of my biggest things was, obviously, I, I, don't, I don't do anything at the seminar. Because I wanted everyone in our organization to realize how many other women that we have that make this organization what it is. But. Um, I also wanted to make sure that the af the amateur athletes felt like it was worth their while to come, you know what I mean, and stuff. And I will tell you, I swear to God, every year I say this, I'll just see somebody in the lobby or something, and I'll just say to them on Sunday, was it worth it? Did you know, did you get out? And I will tell you, I'm gonna get emotional, but they always say to me, Sandy, I got to pose with Gentleman, Ashley, Sid Gillian. Oh my god, it was priceless. You have no idea. The pros have no idea how much influence or how much um, they mean to the amateur athletes. I have a lot of fun attending it. You know, it's motivating even for me, like to be in the environment of so much like excitement. And you can tell how eager they are to learn from us. I get motivation from that. And I think just being in your own community is nice, too, because some girls, like you said, like maybe they don't even have like pros in their era they can pose yes. with maybe there's no competitors around them but it's nice to connect with everyone and it sets up it's like the perfect time because it like gets the year going well and i think too again for you know none of you are competing because mm. again you know i always think it's so nice for an npc athlete to go to an npc show and now that whatever division the bikini figure they have the pros there because now you get to meet the pros but they don't really you know what I mean? Cause you have to be focused on yourself. You're all going there for an Olympia qualification. Right. This has none of that. Mm -hmm. And people, it's so much more relaxed and people get, you know what I mean? And stuff. So, I mean, I'm so, I'm so fortunate because like I said, we, you know, we're able to put it on like we are because a, obviously the NPC is supporting me, but we have so many sponsors and obviously just like, you know, you and Adam that spot, you know, help sponsor it so that these women can come and it is a free, you know, a free seminar. Um, and now, we're getting, I have a girl coming from Japan this Dang. year to see how it's, we're running That's it. That's cool. Ron Hache just contacted me from Canada because he wants to do the similar thing in Canada. So I'm actually, I'm hoping somebody will help. I'm actually, this, we could do Zoom and make this international easily. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And you did mention if you can't make it to the Orlando, oh, there is a live stream, correct? We do free live stream every year. And yep. what's the website for that? They just have to, they can just go to NPC npcwomensworkshop.com okay. and the link to the live stream and it'll and you can follow us too on you know ig because we'll post the link there um, okay yeah hopefully if adam remembers to he'll put it in description <laughs> i'll put it in the description <laughs> npc women's workshop yeah, yeah. I, if i don't do it i'll get a text from ashley so i know she gets she's really good at helping me stay organized her all the girls in here they really help me a lot oh <laughs> well i'm looking forward to going there and uh yeah it's yeah great. we're i mean we're yeah. really fortunate the last three years we've had upwards of 30 plus Olympia titles there. That's crazy. So, yeah. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I never invite any of the pros. They've all volunteered. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just cool. It's just what, that's the thing it shows about like the community, the NPC, which is like where I'm forever grateful to like NPC and IFB because, you know, me and Ashley, we wouldn't have ever met. We wouldn't have this crazy life. I wouldn't have this gym. I wouldn't have met my wife. Like the relationships you build just in the community oh. and the people that you run into, it's just, it's such an awesome it's so much more than just competing. Like oh. people don't get that. And so they're like in it. Well, and I also think too, it's the difference again, 
men and women, we do think a little bit different. And for women, I think having that, that's why I think the teams grew so quickly because it gave women a, a sense of a group to be yeah. part of a community. And so if they were mothers or they had full-time jobs, now they were talking to other women, especially with social media, like how they balance all that, how, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you don't feel like an Island anymore. Yeah. And you know what I, I do love about the sport as well, is that you can be in the sport, but you don't have to be an athlete. You can be a trainer. You can own your own supplement company or activewear company, or even for you, you're a judge. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that might want to be a judge one day. How does somebody take that step? Oh, it's, it's easy. And NPC is always an IFBB pro league. We're always looking for judges. Um, there's a process to go through, but what you can do is if you just go to NPC news online, there's a segment where it says about, and just all the, just whoever runs your state or your mm -hmm. local area, or again, you can email me and my email and my phone number, I think is everywhere out in the on the internet. Um, but yeah, we can set you up because like I said, I know so many, you know, district chairman and stuff, so many areas. We, I mean, we're looking for it in Vegas. You yeah. know what I mean? We're always looking for, you know, people that are interested in judging. Yeah. I think that's great for retired athletes. Cause I feel like a lot of retired athletes still want to like be in it, but they don't know how to be in it. And I think judging is a great way it's to fun. do that. I've done it a few times when I, yeah, I've done it a few times. I really like it. It's hard. It's, I will tell people it's a lot harder than, than it seems like when you're a coach, Cause you're just looking for number one and two as your coach, like, Oh, that girl's going to win. Girl, or your girl, you look at, Oh, my girl's going to be probably fifth or something. Right. But when it's like 15 girls up there and you have to write down one, two, three, okay, wait, no, sorry, three, two, one. And you're like, like it's way, it's way harder than people and think it when is. You're, and when you're a retired athlete, you know, the difference between ninth and 10th place. Mm -hmm. And so as a judge, those, you know, we do. We stress, especially now with social media, because you do. You want everyone to look at the results the next day and look at the photos and go, man, they nailed it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's that's how I got started. And that's why I stated in the beginning, because I'm competitive. And when they started flying me to different places, I was pitting myself against other judges. Yes. Could I judge with, you know, and do well, no matter who I was judging with? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it is. It's but it's it is. It's if you're an athlete, um, it can be stressful too, though, because you do you know how much it means to every one of those athletes on yeah. that stage. Yeah, especially. And I don't know how I'm just like a like totally different topic. How have you been able to do this for so long? The travel because I know that you were working as a nurse for like most of the time you were doing this. Oh, yeah, period. I just retired. I was 44 years ago <laughs> I see you nurse. And yeah, then every I, weekend you're pretty much at a show. You and JM and these guys that I see that are like the ultra travelers. Because I travel a lot for shows, but nowhere near, like I used to travel even more before, like pre-COVID, I was traveling a lot more. And now I'm like back to like yep. regular this year, especially. But but I'm like, man, how have they done it for so long? How did you manage that? Because I mean, first of all, it's first of all, I it's I've gotten to see 32 countries because I did all the world championships, both men and women. So I'm so for I'm serious. I'm so fortunate with that to. You know, I had eating disorders. I was heavy. So this sport has been very positive to me. I've learned that going to a gym and putting muscle on was good for women. You know, when I grew up, it was like, you know, women didn't want muscle. They wanted to be super skinny and, you know, we never ate protein and stuff. So this sport has taught me, you know, about a healthy lifestyle and being around people again, just like you said, Ashley, with other you know, people that are like minds, it, it, it keeps me younger, you know, even at my age and I've made friends. I have so many amazing people I've met all over this country. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, they're, you know, they're more my friends and family than half the time, you know, well, I don't say that because my family and I are really close, but you know what I mean? But <laughs> they like are family, like yeah. my extended family, yeah. you know, um, and stuff. And a lot of them would do anything, you know, anything for each other. 
love that. It's cool. It's just, it's, well, we appreciate, yes. like, I just, you know, from like, from the outsider, I've recognized this for 20 plus years watching it. I'm, I'm still, I don't know. I don't get it physically. Cause there's a point where I'm like, man, I'm showed out right now. Like come like close to the Olympia time, definitely after Olympia time. I'm like, Oh gosh, it feels like, like I'm so tired. Oh, you probably go through a little bit of that. A little but. bit, but you know what I did, you have to remember though, for almost 44 years, I did night shift. So I was so used to going back and forth um, that my body just kind of got used to it. So the travel didn't really bother yeah. me. As, it didn't, it didn't bother me as much. Um, you know, um, now, uh, no, actually, I, it, it really, I really don't have, I really don't have a problem with travel. And I will be honest with you, you know, Ashley, I love going, cause I, you know, I always go backstage and I love going backstage and meeting the women because I find out that they're anesthesiologists and they're lawyers and they're doctors and they have five kids and, you know, or I'm 47 and you just place top five at nationals in open yeah. at 47 years mm -hmm. old. And you're like, Oh my God, you know? So yeah. This yeah. sport changes uh, people for the better in ways people are so unaware of like oh, yeah. all the stories behind the scenes. Um, but I think going back to what you said about like it being like tough, right. But you can handle it. And I, I do think if you're truly passionate about something, it makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Like I don't even see it as a task. I'm like, I love this so much. Oh, I'll gladly do this. No problem. You know, but you know what though? It's the same thing. Cause you've, you know, how many times do because I and myself asked you a couple years ago, like how many times you compete all year yeah. long, which to most other athletes would be like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, but like you said, you really love, love it. It's hard for me not to compete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the same thing with me. I love, I really do. I love to judge. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, I do. I, I, that's I'm cool. much happier behind the table. Don't be wrong. I love, I love co-promoting the junior nationals, but I'm not a promoter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I really do enjoy, I enjoy judging, you know, at the table that's cool well yeah. we're glad to have you're you. one of those people that's like retirement's just like so it's just like a bad word right oh, oh, yeah. no, my fam my family <laughs> is trying to tell me don't i understand what retirement means <laughs> well I, as long as you're having fun yeah absolutely yeah i have my, my i do my check-ins for my athletes monday through wednesday so some like during this time of year where there's not a lot of check-ins for thursday through saturday which is like show check-ins like that weekend like come Saturday, like it's nice to take like a break or two for like a day. But after a day, I'm like, oh my gosh, get me back to work. Like <laughs> I can't take it. Like retiring would suck. Like I've had a few Thursday through Sundays and I'm dying. Oh, like get we, me to work, please. <laughs> when, we, when, they, when we shut down for those three or four months with COVID, oh my God, I became the landscaper. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I was, oh, I was ready to get back on the road. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so um, getting back to the criteria, this one is one that I think a lot of people get confused about. Complexion and skin tone. What does that mean? Are you looking for saggy skin, tight skin, a glow, stretch marks, no stretch marks? What exactly does complexion and skin tone mean to you? You know what? It Again, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit different from athlete to athlete. Cause the mm -hmm. biggest thing for a lot, obviously women, I get a lot with the, um, stretch marks mm -hmm. because you know, they've had children, especially when we get to the master's divisions and mm -hmm. stuff, it, you know what? It depends. Sometimes we don't notice it on stage mm -hmm. all the time. And lots of times when I talk to athletes afterwards, because that's always been in their mind. Yeah. So they'll say to me right away, it was my stretch marks. Wasn't it? And I'm like, no, I didn't mark anything down. I don't think we noticed it. Mm -hmm. So, which is one of the reasons I always say to athletes, talk to, you know, talk to the judges. Cause sometimes if you have something that's always bothered you, it could be an issue, but lots of times it's not. It's just more a, in your it, head. Yes. It's more in your, it is. It's more in your head. Obviously, again, if you've come where you've been very heavy and you've lost weight again, you know, that skin, you know, again, that if you have a little bit of, you know, loose skin and stuff, can that play a part? Sure. It can, as long as the person next to you 
is got your development and your conditioning and doesn't have the skin. Right. But lots of times we we see this a lot in the masters that girls with a little bit loose skin end up mm-hmm. winning because their physique overall is so much better. Right. Like we're not, just like you said earlier, we're not looking at one part. Yeah. Everyone has pluses and minuses. Believe me, even us Olympians at the top, we have flaws too, believe me. So it's, it's about like who has less. Yeah. So just know that if you have that, hey, you got an awesome physique, it probably overrides it. And maybe you don't even notice it altogether. No, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And then the next one is poise. Poise. Confidence, right? That's that whole confidence. Like I said, and I can't, unless you've really not followed your coach or not, you know, cheated and you know, you did, you know, and as an athlete, you're going to know. But once you get on that stage and you, you know that you did everything, I don't understand how you cannot walk out there with confidence because you are already better than you were your previous show or when you started, this Mm -hmm. is your first show, you should walk out there and look at the judges and go, I am freaking awesome. I know I am because you are, Mm -hmm. you know, you are compared to you. That's, and you're, 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 you're who you're competing against. Mm -hmm. You're not competing against anybody else up on stage except you, what you, that's why this sport is nice because you're not depending on anybody else. It's what you, the amount of focus, determination, and what you want to do with your physique. Mm. And like I said, I've seen athletes over 40 years that I thought had all the potential in the world and never made it to that Olympia stage. And I, I know I've seen athletes where I would have never thought would have made it to the Olympia stage and did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one, overall presentation. I feel like that one kind of encompasses everything we just said. Right. It does with, especially with posing. It yeah. really does. It's have a, having the confidence, knowing what poses are going to highlight your strengths. Cause like you said, if you're someone that has it more of an X frame, you don't really want to open up too much. Cause you're going to show too much uh, of a taper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't want to highlight that you have more of an X frame type thing. So it's knowing, you know, what poses are going to highlight your strengths or, you know, or downplay, you know, downplay some of your, you know, maybe that will be weaknesses in, in bikini and stuff. And the confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, it really, it, it really is. I've, and, you know, hopefully I know, um, one of the top Olympia athletes ended up winning a couple of times and then ended up not winning. And she told me herself, she said, you know, cause again, you know, when you win, you're the very last one going out there and she let looking at everybody else, she let it get to her mind and that cortisol level start to kick up. You can feel the water coming in. You know what I mean? So that mental part plays a big part in how, you know, how you're going to focus on and how you're going to be on stage. And so that's a big part. It's not just your physical training, but it's also that confidence in yourself and being backstage with a lot of other great athletes and not mm-hmm. letting it get to you. It's yeah. very mental too. People don't realize how mental this sport can be as well as physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, with that, uh, what else is coming up new with uh, the sport of the NPC? I know that they're doing a couple of things. Um, they just, they are doing some things in Canada with the bikini shows and then there's going to be some more things coming out over here. Anything else? Like, yeah, there are a lot more, obviously a lot more drug. We've always had some natural shows, you know what I mean? But they're really, we're really trying to push it. And again, it's because, and I always say this, that if you see changes, it's because the athletes are demanding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff. So we've always tried to do what, you know, give the athlete what they want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is their this is their sport without an athlete. We don't have an organization. Yeah. And so a lot of the, the natural organization, the natural shows that we had have become really big you know, yeah. number wise and stuff. So you're going to see a lot more natural shows. And again, 
as the demand increases, you're going to see that whole progression because we've already gone down the last year or two with the Ben Reader Natural, which is a pro qualifier, and it has the pro division too, so that all those winners, the, the overall winners of the pro divisions, they end up with an Olympia qualification. And I know that I think they're adding another Ben Weeder natural that should be a pro qualifier. And I know down the road, again, as that builds, you're going to start to see pro natural shows, just like you see, you know, uh, you know, our pro shows now today. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I'm glad that they're, they're doing that too. So it gives everyone an option. You know, sometimes people are going to different organizations because of it. Everyone, that's the thing. Whenever anyone does go to another organization, it's not because they want to. They're like, I want to be IFU. I want to be NPC. But this gives them that avenue. So I'm really happy that they're doing that too. So I know that was something we we're just talking about earlier. So I wanted to throw that out to people. Absolutely. And Look you can, yeah, go to NPC News Online. They're listing. I know I'm going to put a plug out here because I know Austin Carr did the Stevie Carr Classic and he had a, a natural you know, show with it. And I know in Texas, we have two. Adela Garcia is doing uh, her a natural on Sunday. And then um, Rich Palmer is going to add a new natural show right before the pro in the September next year, right before the uh, Ben Weeder so that the athletes, because again, to qualify for that Ben Weeder, you need to do, you know, a, uh, a natural show first. So they'll be able to go to Rich Palmer show, and then it will qualify them just like it will at Adela's or at Austin's. Cool. So you're going to see a lot more of it, like I said, all around the country. Well, good. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Is there any uh, myths that you like to debunk while we're here about bikini? I'm sure you hear like all these crazy things. And is there anything you want to get out like, no, that's not true? Uh, from a judging standpoint, yes, it doesn't matter who you know, yeah, there you uh, go. your mother can be on the competitive thing, especially when you get to the Olympia. It's, it's so hard to tell athletes this. Okay. At the Olympia, we have 13 judges. They knock out because we always end up with five. So if you can subtract, you take five from 13 and you get eight. We knock out four highs and four lows. So you could have three family members on the panel. And if they put you first, they're going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you, um, that that's, I think the biggest thing is people will say, well, every time I go to a show and that judge is on the panel, I don't do well. One judge can never affect how you do on a panel. It, it just, it can't, it never, never happens. Um, so that's, I think that's the biggest thing. And people think like, oh, if I, again, if I belong to this team or if I belong to that team, I will tell you, I've so many, I, so many times and I, did it once even at the Arnold's and I congratulated a trainer because I knew that, you know, he'd been working with this athlete and I found out like a week later, nope, that athlete had already gone with somebody else. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, somebody said, you stuck your foot in your mouth. I went, yep, I guess I did. <laughs> uh, but that's because judges, we don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We don't. And, you know, there's just, there's so many, you know, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me the most. I am yeah. telling you, when we sit at the table, it really, especially now, it really, really is about, we want to get the right person. Yeah. And, yeah. If, and if it seems like we didn't, we're human and we might've just made a mistake. And sometimes it's so close <laughs> that you can, it's, it's, sometimes it's so close that you just go 50, 50, like the, you know, Oh, it is. It's been yeah. seven to eight. Well, you've been part of it. I think two years ago, the three of yous was like seven, eight, nine at the Olympia. Yeah. So that meant everybody got first, everybody got some seconds and everybody got a couple thirds. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, especially in bikini, it's not oh. so clear cut. It, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of carryover of who could win, you know, oh, based on, you know, so. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The Arnold's last year was a seven to eight decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, you're, and I think you see that a lot more in bikini because the quality is so good and there's so many 
yeah. really good athletes. And it's just, it's not like bodybuilding. It's not the biggest, leanest, most symmetrical, no. you know, it's, there's a lot of variance in there it. Is. So people don't understand that yet. Yes. And it's, and it's funny is people, I get that too, from people be like, Oh, if I was on Adam's team, I'd win. And I'm like, look, here's the thing. I've done this for a very, very long time. Like just too long. <laughs> and the, the, the good thing about it is well, I'm good at it. So the, the guys have been doing it for a long time. They're, you know, they're going to put out, they know the criteria so good. They're going to put out that physique exactly as close to that as they can. So they're going to probably win more as a percentage just based on that alone. But also because I've been doing it so long, I have a bigger pool of people that are coming to me that are more experienced yeah. too. So yeah, I get, sometimes I get a better athlete to start with because I've been around for so long. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I go into it with like these two advantages of knowing it, doing it for a whole living. I don't have to do it part-time. It's like, and so, yeah, of course, my guys are going to win a little bit more because of those scenarios, you know, so you don't get that. <laughs> like, it's not that no. you are on is that I know what I'm doing. And I've, you know, a lot of my people come already after doing two shows, not, you know, sometimes yeah. I get beginners, but sometimes I get, hey, my, I'm in my third year. I want my pro card now. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. it's a little no, bit. And I, and I have somebody just a couple of months ago said to me something about, okay, so you're a good trainer. So you can make, you know, whoever, Phil Heath or whoever it is, win the Olympia. Okay. So you can make that person win the Olympia. Okay. But can you take. Joe Schmo and make him win the Olympia. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you said, the, the coaches have been around for a long time. Lots of times the at the better athletes are going to gravitate to you anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? So sometimes you can start with the, you know, somebody that's already been a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. yeah. yeah you get both advantages, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, so it's, it's funny. It, you hear it all the time, but you know, it's not because you know, the judges. Yeah. I wish, I wish yeah. it went that way. It's funny. Someone, someone told me that once they're like, yeah, it's because of, because of, uh, Adam probably greases the judges. And I was like, Hey, I'm not above doing that if that was an option. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm like, but that's not an option. <laughs> yeah, and I, will be, I, will, I will tell you, 44, 44 years, uh, if it was coming my way, I'd be very, but it's not coming my way. That's not, no. No, I, was, no, no. I was like, don't, don't take my ethics as part of it, but that's not an option. <laughs> so funny. They were cracking up. And I've had, you know, I've had judges, I mean, coaches, you know, that I've, I've, I've become friends with them. And they'll always say, like, somebody will say that and they'll go, do you want to ask me? I can tell you. No, my athletes did not do better. <laughs> it's funny. Me and me and me and James has this joke going on when one of his he'll I'll post an athlete that wins, uh, wins a show or something, and he'll he'll DM me, he'll be like, politics. <laughs> so whatever he wins with, I'll send it politics. It's so funny. <laughs> and, and the problem is I can go out with you and have like, seriously with an athlete. I can have coffee and I'm telling you, I don't know whether it's my freaking Catholic up, I don't know what it is. I can put you 16th on that stage if that's yeah. where you're going to end up to belong. Because to me, as a judge, the one job that we have is being able to tell the athlete why we placed them where we did. Mm -hmm. And if you, and I'm telling you, our athletes, like I just said, lawyers, doctors, they're, they're intel very smart people. If you give them a line of BS, they're going to know that in a heartbeat. Athletes will respect a judge that can tell them exactly why, whether they agree with them or not. But yeah. when you as a judge can say, explain why you did it. I, I don't think other, usually coaches don't have an issue with it. Athletes don't have an issue with it. I've just, you know, I've seen that over the years. And I've said to judges, if you really can't remember an athlete, just tell them that say, you know what I mean? I don't exactly remember email me or, you know, let me, let me look at some photos. That's another nice thing at the national shows. Cause when you just get off stage, it's already posted. You know what yeah. I mean? The photos are up. So, you know, cause again, you, we had 900 and some athletes, you know what I mean? I'm only going to remember so many. I mean, I took notes, but every once in a while you just, you ran by somebody and went, shoot, I didn't, yeah. I didn't write something down. I had, I had some, yeah, I, I really appreciate when the judges give me that feedback. You know, I had, I had feedback um, last year that was awesome. And I was like, you know, it was perfect for the athlete to hear. Cause a lot of times you hear, oh, you just need a little bit more of this and a little bit more of this. And which is great. Cause they do need a little bit more of that. But the problem is the athlete thinks, oh, if I just had a little bit more 
fullness to my glutes, I would have won. And then, so one of the judges said, Hey, your, your problem was who showed up here today. Like there is no, you're, you just weren't, you're just not at the level to beat her yet. Yeah. You, know? you need a little bit more of this. You need a little more of that, but it was good. Cause she took it in as like, yeah, I just still need more development. It was so, so useful because problem is, is people think, Oh, if I just had a little bit more, I would have won the whole show. And I'm like, that's, you still might not have won. You yeah. still might, that, you know, so. But you also have to remember judges for the most part, it goes so quick. We're writing down stuff that just really stood out to us. Like that, you know what I mean? But the problem is you could have, you know, cause the athletes will say to me, well, you told me this, but then, you know, Ashley told me this and it'd be like, well, no, they're both right. It's just that that yeah. stood out a little bit more to me. I, you know what I mean? And stuff. Now I'm looking at your photo and I'm going to say, yeah, I agree. You do yeah. need a, like you said, it's not just one thing. It's usually a couple little things, but I can only rate so fast. Yeah. It's, you it's know, with 900 fast. athletes. It's yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's way different than people think it's oh, way, it's, it seems really easy until you do it. And I did it once <laughs> I was getting lost in the athletes. <laughs> I was like, my first time did it. And I've been doing this like at that point, like 12 years. I don't know. And I was writing them down and I was like, wait, where'd she go? Like she was already off. I was like, I looked down for a second here trying to figure out like the who's who. And then, yeah, it's so many numbers and so fast. Cause like one, if there's eight girls out there front and back and you have to write them down one through eight, you're like, it's, it's, and then you're writing notes on top of it. I don't know how you guys. Yeah. Well, I, I was, well, that's why Tyler will call for a lot now for me so that I can do the notes. Because so, okay. that, that way I can go backstage, you know what I mean? At when the finals are going on and then people don't have to, you know, because again, don't remember, you just said with judges, most of our judges have full-time jobs. So for them to do 50, 60, I mean, I did over 200 from nationals. Those many emails, they can't do it with their jobs and their family. You know what yeah. I mean? So we've been doing a lot more of somebody going backstage. I think it's better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And talking to the, you know, giving the athletes the feedback right then, especially because a lot of our athletes do, because now there's so many shows, they will like, especially the pros, they'll group them together. They'll do one or two, you know what I mean? So if you're going on and going to do a show next week or something, you want to get your feedback right away because as, as a, as a judge, I'm only home for three days. I'm probably not going to get back to you between this week and next week or this week and you know, two weeks, you know what I mean? Where you want to make your little bit of changes. So we've been doing that a lot. And that, like, that's one of the things with Tyler, he's really, really big on that. We always try to have, I know Texas, we're doing it at that we have in the evening. Cause you know, again, we can do, we always have an extra judge so we can still do the overalls, but just have somebody go backstage so they can start to do the feedback that way. Athletes also don't have to wait till the end of the show either. Oh yeah. yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's always told. Athletes, if you want the feedback, wait till, well, usually I said wait till after the show, but yeah. well, in my, in bikini, it always is after the show because it's always the last division. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, so just wait till after the show, talk or wait till, the sh till they're back there and get that feedback right away. Um, Cause it's a lot, it's a lot, just remember it's a little bit easier on the judges too, but also it's right direct. You can apply it the next day and you know. Well, and if it's a, if it's a posing issue or something, we can show you backstage, you yeah. know, how the, I can't do that in an email. Yeah. And we see that a lot you know, that we're doing backstage, especially your wellness and stuff. Etzel is so good. With I was that. just going to say Etzel. Yes. She's, she's like, she physically yes. does it and shows no. them. And, yep. you know, well, she's her, got that whole Brazilian yeah, thing. I was gonna say that. <laughs> so, like, she just does it her Brazilian way where she's like super sassy about it. Yeah. Like, no, your hips here, your hips yeah. here. It's so funny having her but back. But she here. can, but she, again, that's something you're not going to get in an email. You know what I mean? So yeah. it really, if you're going to spend all that money to get to a show, especially the bigger shows, I would take the time, you know, the time to get the feedback, um, you know what I mean? Because then you can go right back to the drawing board, and especially when it's certain things. Because a lot of it is sometimes works out to be posing, mm -hmm. and we can we can show you that, you know, right there. Um, 
I'm going to bring up now a topic I want to bring up. Because, yeah. Okay. Well, because I just said earlier, I'm no, I'm co-promoting the junior nationals, and this year, um, again, all the class winners except for bodybuilding. Bodybuilding has never gotten a pro card at the junior shows because it was always in, like the first stepping stone, you know, into our 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 national uh, pro qualifiers. Um, but um, all the class winners, you know, do get pro cards at the junior nationals. But what's really nice this year is we're keeping it the same way as last year. The men, NPC men will compete on Friday um, and they have finals on Friday. Saturday will be NPC women in the morning. And then we're going to start the finals with the NPC bikini because those eight class winners will now be IFBB pros. They will have the option to turn around and compete that same oh, night. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. And we've had, I mean, we have had it because where a girl has competed as an, you know, won her pro card and then like the next weekend gone and done a pro show and won because um, I think it was Rachel Daniels did it with women's physique and was then qualified for the Olympia. So, uh, you know, and we had a girl probably this year, the Alexander, Alec could probably could have walked into a pro show yeah. and at least because she did her first and was second and third or something. You know what I mean? There was a girl who did it last year in bikini too. I forget who it was. And then, um, Samantha Jaring, I think did it the year before in figure. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, yeah it's the but same thing. Like the so same this, weekend. Yeah, what a this, weekend. Yeah. This <laughs> way. Yeah. This way, the you know, bikini athletes will have a chance to compete on that pro stage. Um, but then we'll also hopefully have a lot of other IFBB pro bikinis that are coming to try to get that Olympia qualification. Yeah. And what's yeah. the date on the show? So 20, everyone knows 20, June 21st and 20, June 21st. 21st and 22nd. And the pro part is, sponsored by um the class series so he's our title sponsor so i from what i'm hearing it's going to be the clash rings and the oh, cool. belt Ooh, i have one of those rings yeah, i love them exactly <laughs> they're so cool yeah. well you could get come and get another one i might just have to do <laughs> yeah. that you have to tell her you have to tell her twice she's already booking tickets <laughs> she's got she's got some a bit ambitious goals this year she's oh, got yeah. some ambitious goals you're gonna see ashley quite a bit i think how can year. you have more how can we see you more oh I, you know, <laughs> I felt like I took it too easy last year. Now I feel like I have to make up for that. So I want to get to 50 wins by the end and, of this and year. And where are you right now? 43. Oh, you'll make that easy. I hope. Sure. I want to, I have a long list of shows yep. I want to do. I want to be everywhere. I want to go overseas. I want to yep. compete here in Vegas. You'll see me all over the place. You know, you know how this happened? We said we were talking. Are you going to give her another car? <laughs> I think it's something. I think it's something. Yeah. I was like, we're gonna buy our house at this point. So I was like, yeah. I was uh, there's gonna be something special for it. She, I actually offered. She said, I don't need another. I said, I'll buy you, a, get you, a, we'll trade yours in and get a Tesla or something. She's like, I don't need one. But um, <laughs> she, uh, she said, I want to get to 50 wins. Uh, I want to get to 50 wins this year. Like she was kind of casually saying. It. I was like, I don't know. Actually, that's gonna be really hard. That's a lot of shows. That's like. Not that I'm doubting her, you know, but I'm like, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of work, a lot of shows. And it, that's all it took. And then she was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do that because you made challenged it. You me. challenged me. I was like, I didn't mean to challenge you. I didn't mean to challenge you. <laughs> so here we go. A no, absolutely. Ab absolutely. No, It'll be tough, though. It tough. As it always is. Yeah. I never go into shows being like, oh, yes, it's so easy. I'm like, every show is a challenge. Like, I'm like, always on my toes. There's just so Ooh. many girls that we just don't know yeah. these days. Too. Like, that show that you're, so your, your show is, scary for pros eight, unknown. Like eight unknown girls doing their pro debut who are already in Whoa. shape but just won a pro card it's like it's like i'm not okay i know this girl i know this girl i've eaten this girl i've eaten this girl whatever but who are these yeah eight, eight girls here and three from europe and two from brazil like you no, know abs, abs, it's wild no absolutely and that's the one nice thing too i love that with that that we expanded you know more to the international community now because now we have so many athletes both from the u.s going overseas 
and did it were you in Japan last year? Yeah. Yes. I loved it. I saw, I remember I just saw your thing on the wall out there. Um, but then we also have all the a lot more of the Europeans and you know, international athletes coming here. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice. It just seems like that has increased a lot more. Definitely. I remember like 10 years ago, there was way more USA contenders. It's probably like 75 to 80% USA. And now it's like, I want to say over half are not from USA yeah. at the Olympia. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Whereas like 10 years ago, it was not like that. It was yeah. like majority USA, USA, you would see. Now yep. it's like everyone from everywhere. No one's safe because you don't know what kind of talent they have over there. It's so always a surprise. No, absolutely, absolutely. But I just think that we see a lot more of that interchanging between our, you know, our international, you know, shows and promoters and, you know, the U.S. Yeah. So with that, I mean, that was a lot. That was Anything a good, else you'd yeah. like to say, Sandy, yeah, was, before we wrap it up? just say i mean seriously thank you so much for being thank you know you. i love the sport so anything and we can do the to sport go. loves you and i guarantee all of our audience loves you too but yeah you're really everyone's favorite I'm not oh, well thank you but, any, <laughs> yeah. but anything we can do seriously anything you know to grow our sport because like i said for me being part of this like i said just from a health standpoint i've learned you know i learned so much over the 40 years with you know eating and nutrition and and, and weight training and stuff and i just wish I still hear the stupid things about not eating all day and eating dinner. And you know what I mean? Stuff that that I thought was kind of gone by the wayside already. Um, But this, you know, and also too, in a country that has what 54% of adults are obese. Yeah. And like when I got into nursing diet, I tell you how long diabetes type two diabetes was just starting to come into being. And it was with your very elderly patients, you know what I mean? And stuff. And now you're seeing our children. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, at physical, you know, activity fitness is the best thing you can do. Yeah. I tell the coaches too that we have here is it's um that you're not just impacting someone getting ready for a show. Cause that's that's a pretty silly thing on paper. It's like, oh, you just got someone in shape for a show and they go back to being in good shape after. It's not like you're not changing the world there, but I'm like, but you you're teaching them how to be lean and live healthy. And then they're at home and they're cooking for their kids lean and healthy. And then their kids grow up watching mom be fit. And be lean and healthy and then they're living lean and healthy and now you're adding years to their life and life to their years and the the impact that you have is generational it's going to keep going and keep Absolutely. going you know so it's more than just that and it's teaching them discipline and it's teaching them all these things you know like me coming up in the sport i wouldn't have this gym and be able to have this mindset of work pays off you know and hard work pays off and so it's all the sport just does you know so much more oh, than absolutely. just getting on stage in a shiny bikini you know so I don't know, that's why i love it it just no, it yeah. does and it just like you said earlier though it filters out into your daily life yeah. you know in your own business because the discipline and focus and you know dedication to be in this sport then filters out into all parts of your life yeah for sure so that was good 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 ending Yay. there but yeah it's been an absolute honor and pleasure for us to have you here it's uh i've been bugging her about it for a little while <laughs> so so yeah thank you so much and i guess with that guys um, tune in next week. Thank you so much. And don't forget to miss Sandy Stoner anywhere else they can find you on social medias. I know you're on um, Spectrum Fitness. Yeah, and- I do. Well, I do all this, but I, we're going up at Spectrum's having a, a seminar on uh, the 13th up in uh, Northern Cal in San Jose. Um, but I'm all, you know, I, I, I'm the one that kind of does NPC JR Nats. Um, I, you know, website so most people know that if i comment on something that it says junior nats just commented it's me um but yeah i don't i don't have a personal one yeah yeah said so we're, we're breaking her in it's taken a few years <laughs> to get her here but she's got me just coming a long hey, way i don't know how to put music to videos i'm doing so good so you're beyond tiktok <laughs> next just dancing away dancing away like a storm <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much for watching we'll talk to you next time
Bye-bye.